Would you believe a big city transit authority rejected this ad for its buses? What's the problem with George Washington and the word Christian? Hi, I'm Stuart Shepard, and this is First Liberty Live. Thank you for liking and sharing our videos. You are an important part of this project. So whether you're sharing the podcast or sharing the weekly webcast, thank you for that in advance. You're really helping us by introducing new friends to this particular project called First Liberty Live. Jeremy Dice is senior counsel here. Hi, Jeremy. Good morning. Let's talk about this case. First, give us the backstory. Who wanted to run the ad, and what city was it in? Yeah, Wall Builders is an organization that talks to the nation about our religious heritage, and specifically with regard to our founding era and the people who framed our constitution, our Declaration of Independence, people who put our country together and their religious heritage. Uh, and they're all over the country, but obviously they have a pretty significant interest in what happens in Washington, D.C. So yeah. Wall Builders had a new website that they wanted to put out. And in order to kind of spark that campaign and announce that website to the country and invite people to come to the website to learn all about the offerings that they have about America's religious heritage, they came up with an ad campaign that would feature advertisements on the outside of a bus. And so they targeted Washington, D.C. for that area. There's a lot of history in Washington, D.C. There's a lot of people that care a lot about the founding of our nation in Washington, D.C. From Washington, D.C., you can easily get to a lot of the founding era areas of our country. Yep. And so this was a natural choice for them to pick uh, the D.C. Metroplex to be able to run that ad. But sadly, that was not to be. So the, it got rejected. Let's talk about that. Let's look at the ads and just let people judge for themselves whether they would be shocked and offended if they saw this on the side of a bus going by on, on a D.C. street. Here's the first one. It, you, you see George Washington. I'll let you describe it. You see Washington and an attitude of prayer. What are we seeing here? Yeah, this is a very famous painting. It's Washington in Valley Forge in that time of our revolution where the country kind of hung in a balance. And he goes off by himself, at least according to the popular legend. And uh, takes a knee in prayer and sort of things change in, in the revolution from that point forward. Well, and this is a painting from the mid-century of the 20th century. Uh, it's housed in the Library of Congress. It's a very famous piece of artwork. Uh, and, uh, you know, they thought this would be a great thing. Look, Washington himself was very religious. Uh, he spoke very openly about that. And so uh, Walbutters thought, you know, what better image to use than a picture of you know, the father of our country, George Washington, in an attitude of prayer, but then posing that sort of provocative question of whether or not he's a Christian. Christian, question So they mark. overlay that word Christian question mark on yeah. the top of it all and then send you to a website that gives you a lot more evidence for whether or not George was a, pr a Christian or his, his fellow founders were, uh, how religious they were as well. So it was a kind of a perfect uh, ad to be able to use for that very that very image. Because it's designed to get interest, to and draw it's very people simple, in. Right? It's a picture of George kneeling with the word Christian mark, question mark on it on the side of a bus that's going by you in, in the middle of traffic. All right. And now let's look at the second ad. It's from the uh, the signing of an important document. Another famous painting that maybe we've seen and sort of forgotten about, but this is uh, the signing of the United States Constitution in Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Uh, so this would be about, what, 1789 when this is taking place. Uh, I think the painting also is, if not in the Library of Congress, I think it actually hangs in the United States Capitol. It is. I've taken a picture of it. It's a very famous painting of all the people who are signing that very foundational document that also, I might add, had this little thing called the Bill of Rights at the back end of it all, and the First Amendment was included in that document as well. So here you have the signing of the men who, are, who framed the Constitution and the First Amendment of the Constitution, uh, and we're trying to utilize the First Amendment principles to be able to get out this very important message, both in terms of free speech and free exercise, protected by that First Amendment, 
but we've run into a problem. I've been to D.C. more than a few times. I've seen many buses go by for WMATA, as they like to call it. This seems to fit right in, but the transit authority there said, nope, not going to run them. Yeah, and they have a list of guidelines for approved ads, and they have things on there that you would expect, right? No, no lewd things. You don't want to have, well, the things that you would come to mind in terms of lewdness. You don't want to have drug references yeah. and that kind of thing. But then they also have two different ads that they've, they've used, at least one of them, and I think as a pretext to avoid talking about the second one. The first one is you don't, you're not allowed to advertise if doing so presents an issue on which there are varying opinions within the public. Wow. Well, there's, tell me there's what, the definition. Yeah, tell me what issue is not a varying opinion, That's right? the definition of issue. Of everything, exactly. Yeah. So these, quote, issue ads are not allowed on the side of buses, and it's a very easy punt for the Metropolitan Transit Authority to say we're not going to allow that to happen if they just don't like it. Uh, but there's a second one that's real problematic, and we, again, think that they just suit cite this one first to avoid the second one, which is you can't have any religious advertising at all. Now, this goes back a number of years where the Archdiocese of Northern Virginia wanted to have an advertisement at Christmas time in Washington, D.C., and they so they, they put together this advertisement that had a couple of wise men and a star, and they were talking about finding the perfect gift at Christmas time. Shocking. Advertising for people to come to their church services at Christmas time. Yeah. And Metro de- denied them the, the right to be able to put that ad up there. Well, that goes up to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, and a three-judge panel hears the case. On that panel was a guy by the name of Brett Kavanaugh, when oh. he was a judge for the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. But by the time the case came to decision, Judge Kavanaugh had become Justice Kavanaugh at the Supreme Court of the United States. That's interesting. And so his vote leaves that decision-making body. It's The, the decision goes into a, a one-to-one uh, judges, and they uphold Momada's decision. And maybe Justice Kavanaugh would have been a deciding factor on that. We don't know. But then by the time he gets to the Supreme Court, he has to recuse himself from consideration of that case. That's interesting. And so we don't have, they didn't have enough votes at that time to hear that case of the Supreme Court of the United States. So we've been sort of left in limbo with, I might add, a circuit split around the country because there is a third circuit opinion. So this would be Pennsylvania, New Jersey, that area of the country yeah. uh, that holds precisely opposite to what the D.C. Circuit held on an ad featuring a uh, very similar ad to this one, except for the word was not Christian, it was atheist. Uh, and the Lackawanna uh, area Transit Authority approved that or denied that ad, and the Third Circuit said, you can't do that. That's, a, that's religious discrimination. Huh. That's, that is interesting. Let's talk about the legal aspects of this. Why, you've talked about the court cases, but why is it legally okay? What's the argument we're going to bring to court with this to, to say, here's why it's okay for them to run this ad on a bus? What we're arguing to the court right now is that what the Washington Metropolitan Area Transit Authority, WMATA, has done has to engage in uh, uh, religious discrimination as well as censorship of speech. So we're using free speech principles and free exercise principles within the First Amendment of the Constitution saying, look, you've said that because this ad is, let's just take about the issue side of that, right, is, is presenting an issue in which there are varying opinions. Well, you can use that to censor all kinds of material. Well, why do we think that they're using it as a pretext? Well, because when our clients submitted the ad to the ad agency that places these ads, they called them. The ad agency called our clients and said, look, could you take your website off? Now, by this time, we, they had taken off the word Christian question mark. It was just an ad of George Washington in prayer. And then taken find off, out about faith of our founder. They'd taken off to find out the faith of our founders. It was literally just what you see with the, the QR code and the website <laughs> and the logo. And so well. they said, if you take the website off, we think that they don't like your website and the, the material that's on there. 
that presents all kinds of concerns for me that they're snooping around at the website and this is like third and fourth level speech it's just absurd that they did all this yeah. and what's the value of an ad where you can't even <laughs> list your logo and website i mean that that's just kind of ludicrous that that would be the case but yeah. here we are uh and so we, we we were pretty confident that the speech at issue was religious speech i mean it's pretty pretty obvious it's a guy praying on his knee and the word christian question mark what can be much more religious than than that very thing? So the speech problems are obvious, but the religious issue is a problem as well, where a, a metropolitan transit authority can say no religious advertisements whatsoever. Well, that that's called uh, content and viewpoint discrimination. Right. You can't engage in that. It doesn't matter what kind of forum it is, if it's a public or a private forum. Those are kind of legal issues that I won't get too much into the weeds on. But it doesn't matter if you're engaging in that viewpoint discrimination in any of those contexts, it's against the Constitution. Uh, it, and this is a small point, but I just think it's interesting. The fact that we're talking about uh, billboards, uh, po ads on a bus, is different than if we were trying to, if they were trying to advertise with the Metro in D.C., putting it on the uh, and ads in the Metro underground that most people think of when they hear about the Metro uh, ads underground like that. Tell me why it's legally easier for us to make this case. Well, you think about a bus; it is basically a moving billboard, so it's a big thing, but it's transient. It's it's kind of passing along, and it's there, and then it's gone on to the next stop. Yeah. Well, it, the the courts have talked about ads inside of the bus where you're actually sitting there for multiple stops and you're in something of a closed environment, you're kind of captive to that environment, the courts look at that, whether or not they should, they look at that a little bit differently than if huh. you were actually just seeing it go by you. Same thing inside of a metro or a you know, um, a, a subway car of any kind. You're, you're kind of stuck there for a defined period of time, forced to look at the ad while you're on that, that bus or that train and so the courts look at that a little bit differently. Whereas, again, the, the passing bus by you, you know, you, you, the bus pulls up, you happen to see it while you walk in, or you're just walking on the sidewalk and it goes past you, you're stuck in traffic. It's just kind of a passing thing. So it's a little easier to make the argument, uh, the courts have said, if it's just an outside thing rather than having a captive audience <laughs> where you're, quote, forced to look at something. Now, I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, I was going to say, whether it's right or not said. doesn't matter, but it's just an interesting yeah, thing right. that the courts have fallen into. What's the larger issue here? What are we pressing for? Well, look, it's not just Walbitters who talks about America's religious heritage that's important here, as important as that is. But if, if they can be denied for talking about George Washington's prayer, let's also not forget about where the city is we're talking about washington dc uh -huh. that we can't have a picture of george washington on the side of a bus engaged in one of the most famous acts for which he's known and the organization turning it down is the washington, washington metropolitan, metropolitan area authority <laughs> right so i mean it, it's kind of ironic if nothing else that they're yeah. you know, shutting down their namesake for having dared to be religious in any sense but you know broader than that uh, any religious speech is going to be shut down so churches, mosques, synagogues, all of the religious speech that could be out there. Uh, you think years ago, I went down to Washington, D.C. at the, the Promise Keepers event that was held on the mall. That couldn't be advertised on the side of a bus now under these policies. And so there's all kinds of religious speech that could get out there. Uh, and th let's just step back, even kind of zoom further out than that to the first principles issue. If we have a government agency like the Metro Authority is, that is saying you can say this speech but not that speech, what they're doing is engaging in a level of censorship that should be just completely against everything we stand as a country. We're not promoting more speech. We're not promoting more freedom. We're engaging in censorship of viewpoints that our government agencies deem to be 
unworthy of consideration by the American public. That goes against 200 plus years. It goes against the very document that the men who are pictured in that one constitutional signing are signing. I mean, it goes against the very thing that they're actually trying to advertise. It's ironic, but it's also frustrating. Where are we in the arc of this case? We have just filed the lawsuit, and so we're just getting this lawsuit started. It's going to take some time. This is a very tricky piece of litigation, one of the more challenging pieces of litigation I've been involved with here. You think it'd be real straightforward, but it's a pretty strong argument from the other side here that they've, they've carved out for themselves a lot of areas of protection. Yeah. But I think in the end, once we get past some of the procedural hurdles, when we can get to the actual merits of the issue of whether or not they've engaged in this religious discrimination and suppression of speech, I think the courts are going to find in our favor and say, WMATA and other agencies around the country, because it's not just D.C. that's doing this. This same policy is adopted in almost every single major metroplex in the country. Once we get past those procedural hurdles and onto those merits, I think we're going to see an unworking of those policies and a recommitment to the principles of the First Amendment that say, no, we want to have more speech, not less. You can't engage in religious discrimination and yet promote secular advertisements at the expense of religious ones. Anything else you'd like to share before I let you go? No, I, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to this piece of litigation and giving uh, Justice Kavanaugh another chance to be able to review this case. So <laughs> I, I think folks should follow along at firstliberty.org. Very good. Jeremy, thanks for the work you do. Thanks My for pleasure. being here. I, it is vitally important for uh, organizations such as Wall Builders to have another organization that is expert and successful in the legal realm to represent them in court. And that's exactly what we do. We speak up on, on, be, speak up on behalf of all kinds of people and organizations and uh, houses of worship and, and businesses all over the country that need someone to represent them expertly in the court system when it comes to religious freedom. If that resonates with you, if that makes your heart sing just a little bit to know that that's, there's a, a hope for success there in these cases, would you consider donating to First Liberty Institute? Just click on the big red give button up at the top of the website. First Liberty is fighting for what matters most.